The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Are you a JBuds mini kind of person? Those are the smallest earbuds on the market by a major brand. They're compact, they fit on your keychain, they are perfect for on the go, and they come in really cute colors. Or are you going to do the JBuds Air Sport, which has a secure fit, they're sweatproof, and they have the be aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. Well, I need that because I run outside. You always got to be on alert. Okay, I'm getting some of those. You can do that too. Use Nikki25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com. To find your kind of tech. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for us. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hey everyone. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It is Thursday. It's an all fran fanthrax episode. We'll get to that in just a list. It's an all Fran Leibowitz. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Anya does the best impression of Fran Leibowitz I've ever heard. And she was talking about Going through COVID, she was talking about being in a relationship and someone was interviewing Fran Leibowitz and said, um, you know, you're going through COVID alone. She was like, I can't imagine going through COVID with someone. I am so lucky to be alone. <laughs> and it was just like, it, and Anya was talking about how she never gets lonely. Like she loves being alone. She loves being in a relationship with Matt. But that if Matt's ever gone, Anya's never felt loneliness, which is hilarious because I'm here with Carlisle Forrester and Andrew Collin, of course. But Carlisle Forrester is staying with me for a week. Tomorrow she's leaving. I'm leaving as well. We're going back to L.A. But um, three days into this, uh, one day I walked out into the living room and she was here. 
and she was just looking a little sad. And I was like, hey, girl, what's up? And she was just like, I'm just like really homesick. And I was just like, <laughs> what is happening? She was like, I just feel like really like just I miss home. You, I, I'm scared to leave you alone. I know. You get well, lonely. I've been gone a long time. I went home way too long for Christmas. You look so pretty right and now, then, by the way. Thank you. You look pretty I just see a floating so head. Why? Oh, because the yellow background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a green screen for y'all. You guys got to check it out on the YouTube. You look like a fat head that's skinny. No, I, took, uh, I took too long for the holidays, in my opinion. And then I basically came straight here. Yeah. So I just like missed my dog. And you were sick with Coco. Yeah. In between those times. And so, and you had a really, like, you were sick with your boyfriend. And you said that you really like bonded with Chase, like in that time. Yes. And then I had to immediately leave him. And I just feel like I haven't That's done nice. like comedy in a long time because I was gone. Even though so I'm, you like, killed missing. the other night, the funny, we went to the funny bone. Um, Stuart Huff, who you got to go see. He's hilarious. So He's a road comic that no one's ever heard of. But like, it's it's criminal that there are some people out there that are this funny that mm -hmm. you're just like, why has no one heard of him? So yeah. Stuart Huff, see where he's going if he's coming to a local comedy club because he plays like the comedy club circuit. Gotta go see him. Gotta go so, check him out. So, so funny. Like, my face hurt from laughing. My lungs great. hurt from It's laughing. crazy how funny there are people. Yeah. I'm thinking about pitching um, a stand-up series called Nikki Glazer's Favorite Comics You Haven't Heard Of that is just like, I think that would be a cool thing where it's like, these are names that you can giving people something where it's like, you will know this person before everyone does. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're not necessarily like young people, but they're people that have like, that are fucking great. Kevin Hart there. did something similar to that. I'm not was saying was it called that, that. Yeah, it was called Nikki Glazer finds <laughs> Kevin Hart's favorite comedian. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I no, think a lot of comedians have I'm done not, that. I'm not saying I'm not shitting on the idea. I'm saying no, it was good. But you know, it was like it's cool. I'm you find like local own. talent. That, well, just like talent that is yeah. just that is waiting to be seen. There's so many comics that I'm like, this person should be so much more famous than I and am. And so many people were coming up to him after the show and being like, uh, "Yeah, I've never heard of you before, but that was great." It's like that's not really a comment. you know the problem <laughs> like, is stop saying that. You know, it's because we leave the show and we go, "Why isn't he famous?" Like me, Chris, and Carlisle were all like, "What is the deal here?" And, you know, it's it's more than just like, oh, no one likes white men anymore. Or, you know, there can be like he had he has a kid that he has to be accountable for. Did he, he has, does he live, live in L.A. or New he York? lives no. in Athens, Georgia? He at one time probably yeah. did. And I think he's going to be at the Atlanta punchline soon. If yeah, he's, he's so funny. But, um, you know, there's there's a lot of things. And, and this isn't to say of him, but in cert there's certain people out there that are so fucking talented and I and they're so much funnier than I will ever dream of being. Like they're some of the funniest people that you'll truly never know about because they self sabotage with drinking, drugs, just it kids. I mean, my ex boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, kids. Well, I mean, sure, kids like marrying drugs. someone who is going to keep them out of it and, and yeah. so they'll always have an excuse for why they didn't make it, you know? And some people are truly scared to get the recognition. And what, what fame is, is love. Like, we're all going after this love that we want that we didn't get as kids. That's what my, you know, diagnosis is for most comedians. And but I would say comedians more so than actors. But mm -hmm. And then when you, when you start getting famous, you start to feel that love. And it's fucking terrifying because you don't think you deserve it. 
And so you do something to keep it away because it it isn't real love, but it starts to feel like it. Like even I self, when I started getting a little bit more notoriety, I started smoking a lot more weed because I'm like, I want to fuck this up. I want to, mm-hmm. I, this is getting too easy for me. People seem to like me too much and I need to make them realize they shouldn't like you self-sabotage. So I think that's what happens to some people is they do something that'll make it so they don't succeed my ex-boyfriend is one of the best uh like the my first boyfriend one of the best comedy writers i'll ever know mm-hmm. one of the best joke writers ever whenever i do roast i oh it's the only time i talk to him now i just write to him and he now doesn't even i don't think he does comedy anymore but i'll write to him and say hey i'm doing a roast can you write me jokes and i use more of his jokes than anyone's jokes that i have ever mm-hmm. used and his, his name is jeff Wesselschmidt. And he's, you can find his clips online, but he, for some reason, isn't his fame. He never made, and I I don't know what it was, but I think there was something in him that was like, I don't deserve, because he would always, he would, he would do a set for a showcase, and then he would do jokes that were just alienating, that would like make the back of the room yes. laugh, and he would throw a set under the bus when he really just, I knew he, he has, he has the potential to be as good as anyone. He, and, his, his look is a little like, um. I don't know exactly how to explain Skinhead? it. Yeah, like school shooter-ish. Yeah. But, and then on top of that, he has very dark jokes. So it's like, it's it's hard as a regular, a, like, yeah. as like a regular f- audience member to like wrap your head around. Like, but I, when we, when I'd be at open mics, I mean, he was like a legend. Like, he, I mean, it, it just. Legend. That's why yeah. I fell in love with, like, yeah. I, that's why I was like, when I saw him in the St. Louis scene, I'm like, that guy is the funniest person I've ever heard. He's so funny. Uh, just mean, a genius, uh, you know just the best joke writer there is and um was so envious of his mind and the fact that he thought i was funny just was such like a fucking badge yeah and so but there's certain people that you just have never heard of and i think and i relate to it in i think i could be more successful than i am but i've just there's a part of me that doesn't I maybe it's an excuse, but I there's a part of me that's holding back a little bit because I don't feel like I deserve it or something. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think there's that. But anyway, I wanna I wanna do something like that. that and I think it's a job of a comedian. To, that it is it totally. If you've is. had success, it's it's a job of yours to introduce new people. And I mean, that's how I, have, I found you. That's yeah. how I became your super fan is because I saw you on that Amy Schumer thing. Oh yeah, Women Who Kill. Oh right. Uh, and I, it was on. And you're a woman that kills people. <laughs> and you're <laughs> related a lot. Who dreams of killing? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I have so many good stories about Carlisle that I need. Oh I've written god. them into shows, but the other night I brought her on stage. She, by the way, you killed the other night. At the funny oh, that's great. Carlisle has gotten so good at comedy because she is working at Supernova, which is the show in LA that you should absolutely go check out and support that place because hey, and that if place you're pays best, the comics. It, yes, they pay the comics. Oh yeah, and tell the besties what you said. If you're a bestie, please DM me because, and if you're going to be in the LA area or if you live in the LA area, you can come to a show for free. If you're a bestie, just hit me up. I'll put you on my guest list. And it you is, don't have to pay for tickets. And you get amazing headliners. Every show, there's a good headliner because they pay their comedians really, really well. Yeah. Several. (laughs) Call back. (laughs) Thousands. That could be upwards of thousands. It's a long show. It's a long show. (laughs) Yeah. But it's a really cool show, and especially in the warmer, even in the winter. No, we have heaters now. Yeah, it's great. Whenever I go up on stage, I'm like hot. It's my favorite place to perform. And um, 
in LA. No offense to the store and the improv, but it just is it it's the only place I like call in spots to really when I'm in town now. But you had a set the other night. It was so fucking good. I'm so excited to possibly do a show where I get to curate the talent because introducing the world to Carlisle will be like I mean, I've already done it on the podcast and stuff. You're welcome, but like <laughs> I um, but you you were so funny the other night. I'm really proud of how good at comedy you've gotten Thank because you. you you used to get up just sporadically and you would come out really hot and be like, yeah. "Hey y'all!" <laughs> like and she, scream. She Nikki broke scream. me of this yeah. habit where I would just be so loud, and it's like, girl, you it have was, a mic in your hand, like you're good. Well, you were trying to be someone other than yourself. You were trying to be an MC. You're trying to be. Well, I hosted open mics for my first yeah, two that's years, hard. It's but and hard. it gave me these bad habits yeah. of like keeping the energy up yeah. and like keep, you know what I mean? So. It, it, it's now I can just go up and do the trick to comedy and everything. And, and if you're starting out, skip that whole thing of trying to be someone else. Like, just say whatever's true in that moment. And like, yeah, if if you're not excited to host a show and you got to host a show, you got to kind of bring it and yeah. just like pretend you are. But w you're already an excitable person. And so when you go on stage, I was just you just were so loud and like your energy was like manic in a way that. You know, and I'm not this. I used to do the same fucking thing where I, I pretend to be Sarah Silverman for years and then I pretended yeah. to be Amy Schumer and then like I'm all over the place. Yeah. And some of that still remains in my act. But um, I was so impressed with you the other night. And Thanks, uh, girl. That's awesome. it I'm was gonna really good. She had new up, jokes um, that I was like, I didn't even know these jokes. I'm going to put that whole setup on TikTok, I think, if anybody wants to. The whole set. <laughs> yeah, follow her on TikTok. <laughs> I mean, it's only, it's only uh, you know, a couple what minutes. What was I saying about so, this? Um, yeah, you were hilarious. Oh, yeah. So I brought her up, on, or she brought me. No, she went up, and then t Tim Convy, who's also fucking hilarious and gotten so good. Uh, my quasi-boyfriend's brother, Tim Convy. Uh, he brought me up and then I got to tell a couple Carlisle stories and it was nice because they like already knew her and I got to tell the, the you know, handful of ones. And I'm always reluctant to tell them because they kind of reveal some dark <laughs> things about you. But I think those oh are the God. things that are best about you is that you are a dark bitch. What's yeah. the best one you think? Yeah. The best one that I've told. The suicide one? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, this goes hand in hand with one. So we were at this festival called Kaboo. Yep. And it was awesome. It was during Dancing with the Stars and Carlisle and I got real close during Dancing with the Stars. She was my assistant. She lived with me. We were like in it to win it, <laughs> in it to lose it. <laughs> and <laughs> it was just such a good time. And she was so supportive. It's such a wonderful friend. So supportive that. that I didn't have your bag packed whenever you were voted off, which was my yeah, one she job. I was going <laughs> to succeed. No, she really you were amazing. Thought. She was always there with an iced coffee at my practice. She was just the best. You dressed me one day when I was injured and I couldn't put on a shirt and I couldn't take off a bra. Like, she yeah. was awesome. And I wish I could have gone on longer. I go We're back to that? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty sexual. I was crying because it was so romantic. Um, I couldn't put on my panties and Carlisle. Oh you God. were there for me. And it was like. <laughs> The way you plucked my vagina hairs, Carlisle, was just with your teeth yeah. was so amazing. <laughs> That's the way I like it done. And she, yeah, she's willing to, I, I like all green M&Ms and my uh, pubes plucked with her teeth. <laughs> I just, that's, that's just the way I like it. I'm hey, not being a diva. No one right. said you are. So we were backstage at this music festival and we drove down there. We saw, I saw Blondie and a, um, we saw Halsey. Yeah, we saw Halsey perform. I saw Blondie in a um, hotel nearby when we, we were trying oh. to find the festival and I stopped to go to the bathroom in a hotel and I saw Blondie and the um, Debbie Harry in the 
lobby, but we get to the thing. I perform. It was the first time I didn't stand up in a while because I was so immersed in Dancing with the Stars. And it was a big show. And it was really good. There was a tent of people. Usually music festival shows, not fun. I had a great time. Earlier that day, I'd, I'd gone to practice at 7 in the morning with Gleb for four hours. Then we drove down. I had a show at 2, something like that. And then get done with my set. And I'm in this trailer. And we're supposed to, we go to Halsey. Um and we're dancing having the best time it's like my day off from dancing with the stars i'm just like things are going great i had a good practice even though gleb ripped out some of my hair and i cried um it was all good and um i was trying to convince you to go to foo fighters so foo fighters are my favorite live performers ever it's how i became a fan was going to their show reluctantly and then i was like this is the best band i've ever seen in my life and so i was so excited um so we're in this trailer and before the foo fighters show and i we're not carlisle family live yeah, we're in, uh, we're in, no, this is where uh, Noah's step-by-step uh, -step crush, Cody's. We were in the step-by-step -step trailer. Call back. To if you heard uh, Ham Drip Ham yesterday. Drip. Um, and I got an alert for my name, and I was in the Daily Mail for the first time, which if you're a regular listener to the show, you know that that's like the only news source that I read, and it's all that's the best big. celebrity, like, encounters. And they don't, they're not really fans of me. They've been, there have been so many chances for them to, talk about me they don't care about me but i'm in the daily mail because grocery store joe and i went to starbucks together which was right down the street from our dancing with the stars rehearsal space and he was on my season two and we went to go get a coffee no we didn't even go together i ran into him there and i saw the paparazzi taking pictures of us so i just started like smiling like kind of not smiling but i knew they were photographing us mm. And I knew they'd be like, are they together? Uh, whatever. We were just we're just friends. And we he was dating my friend at the time, Kendall. So I go back and I'm like, in the paparazzi, we're always at Dancing with the Stars outside. And they always are Daily Mail. Like, they're, they pay Daily Mail mm -hmm. to put ads in. So I walked back to Dancing with the Stars and they're snapping pictures of me. And I'm confident. And I'm wearing like this cute little, I look adorable. I'm tanned up in the right way. My hair's back. And um having fun with them, talking to them, and I go in for practice. And then these pictures come out when I'm in my trailer, and there's a picture of my neck that I'll send to Noah that <laughs> I I remember look, this. Yes. I've told this on other things that we've done before, so I apologize if this is so redundant to you. But um, or I, my neck looked like a raptor. Like it looked like a, like a raptor's <laughs> like, when they're yeah. in the kitchen and they're like, they hear a pot clang. <laughs> and they, like a like, crocodile's <laughs> tail. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, where it's like it's just all bunches up and it's like line, 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 line. It looked like Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank. Like I if looked you were like a the tree, neck of a. You'd be like eighty thousand years old. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. It it was. It's just such a bad angle, and it was because I was too skinny and I I was dehydrated. Do you know how dehydrated skinny people get? Like that Iggy Pop. But like, also tanning will do it too. I've noticed too. Uh, it was tanning spray, brings out creases sometimes. Spray tan will give you those lines creases, on your yeah. neck sometimes because it beads up. It's just the worst angle. And I was already depressed and tired and everything. And so I just went into a fucking spiral. And I, this, you've seen me spiral like this. Yeah, this was I'm at a time in my life stars. when I wasn't. <laughs> That, that was a dance move I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was my signature move on Dancing with the Stars was the downward, the downward spiral. spiral. <laughs> That's so funny. That's when they you spun around. They write that down. down. Over there. <laughs> when you would spin around and, and and hate yourself. Oh my god, <laughs> write that down. I want to put that in my act when I talk about Dancing with the Stars someday. My signature dance move was the downward spiral. Um, that's really good. Thank you guys. Um so I cried and I was like uh, you know, I tend to, or I used to tend to, say things about myself that around other friends that loved me that they would negate and be like, 
no, Nick, you're beautiful. Or mm. no, that's not right. I was I remember I sent the screenshot to Anya because Anya's very like knows body stuff and like analyzes. And I'm like, Anya, there's no way around this. Like my neck is disgusting. And Anya was like, it's because you're too skinny, dude. It's like, you're, it's because you're thin. That's what skin does when it's thin and it doesn't have any fat to like not make it wrinkle up like that. It's like, right. that would be like on a 12 year old that was that skinny. And I was just like, no, I, you're wrong. And um, I'm crying and, and I'm just like, Carl, I like my neck is so disgusting. I'm zooming in on it. And she's like, there are things you can do to fix it. There are lasers. Like you can get surgery. Nikki, you are making so much money on this season. If you think about it, we can go immediately. As soon as you're done with the show, babe, it's, you can fix it. And I'm just like, that's not what the, the, the advice. That's trying to offer solutions. But that's why you're like my mom to me in yeah, some ways. Because I love that. When, my mo- when I used to say that I was like fat and ugly to my mom, my mom would be like, just be happy with what God gave you. Yeah. Or like go on a diet then. Like it wouldn't be like, you're crazy. You're There's beautiful. something beautiful in that rather be, than just lie to you. No, I, well, it's not a lie to say you're beautiful and that that is a bad angle. But Carlisle, just her truth was just fix it. You've got I mean, money yeah, for yeah. things. Because to me, that's my truth because you're so lucky you can do the that's things. That's what she was just saying. You, you have the money. If like, I had your money, you know what I would do. And so that's why right after Dancing with the Stars, I went to Simon Norian and I spent $30,000 on injections. It. And yeah, right. You were like, just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just to, for your decolletage, to, is it an extra ten grand? Just do it. And my my business manager's calling, being like, "What are you doing in Beverly Hills right now?" I'm like, "I'm just like, I'm just. This is for myself. I need to do this." Carlisle's like in my head. So, but the the real kicker of this. So then I'm like trying. I'm like, okay, I guess this isn't gonna get Carlisle to give me sympathy. I'll just say the worst thing. She doubled down on it. And so then I remember just like being so depressed, and I was like, Carlisle, I seriously like. Aging is like awful. Like if this is the way I am now at the age of 34, whatever I was at the time, I was like, I just think I'll like, I'm probably just going to have to kill myself someday. I just like feel like that's how I'm going to go. Like I'm just going to have to kill myself one day. And I kind of just like looked over at her to be like, what are you going to do with that? And she just goes, me too. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I'm like, what? And she goes, except mine's going to be murder suicide. And I was like, oh my God. And it made me laugh so hard that it snapped me out of it. And we left instead of went to the Foo Fighters concert. She's like, Nikki, you got so much money. You could just kill a man and then kill yourself. Or get a man killed, Nikki. We never explained the murder-suicide. It wasn't that I was going to murder her. It was because I was dating a guy at the time. She was going to murder someone else. I I was fantasizing about murdering him. She had homicidal fantasies. Not that I would ever, but But I I definitely could have I was so angry. One time I told Carlisle. If my neck was like yours, Nikki, I would have killed my boyfriend a long time ago. (laughs) 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 If I had your neck all wrinkly and crocodile, just use a laser to kill yourself. Um, she, it's I just an told, extra twenty grand. I once told Carlisle, and this is all out of love, that I was like, because she was, she's been just as much as I've been crazy. She's been crazy, and we both oh, yeah. seen each other at like bad moments. And oh, I once yeah. told Carlisle, like, you know, sometimes I feel a little scared that you like will kill me or something. Like if, you, if I hurt you in a bad, if I like. If some if I fire because you because I told her about the guy and yeah, this fantasy yeah. that I had, yeah, yeah, who but, had blonde hair and blue eyes. But you're Nikki. allowed yeah. to have. If you have homicidal <laughs> fantasies, which a lot of people do, by the way, no one talks about it, but people do think about killing Only people about all the time. Only about this one guy, I did. Just no, to be there's clear. been two, and um, <laughs> okay. but. 
it was so mm-hmm. cute because I go, Carlisle, like sometimes I feel like you will Selena me. You know, like yes. you are like I you, see that. If I Never. if I if I decide I don't want to be friends with you because you you know you're a drug addict, like whatever. If I decide to make space, because <laughs> well, no, at going. the time she was a drug, <laughs> you were addicted to pot, and yes. it was not good for our relationship or yeah. any relationship. Yes. At some point, when your friend is suffering, you. Being there for them is not helping them. You have to pull away. So I was kind of scared. Like, if I pull away from you at any point, could you murder me? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and that was a serious talented Mr. Ripley the fact that I was able to ask her that shows you that I'm not actually that scared of her but I wanted reassurance and she goes oh my god no I only I only dream about killing people that I've slept with it's always a romantic thing it's never friendship and I was like oh okay then we're fine like I literally was like okay I'll just never hook up with you (laughs) there was a time too whenever we were doing I'm sure Selena's manager told her that she was gonna kill her too when we were doing you know what I mean like I'm pretty sure she was like no oh no I bet I bet it wasn't talked about in that <laughs> Yeah, no, Ablo. Listen, uh, uh, I I don't I would not be friends with someone who I thought. But I there was a moment where I was like, there's a little part of me that since you've told me this yeah. thing, and I'm not trying to push rub it in your face, like don't tell me these things anymore. But I just want to be honest with you. Yeah. Will you just assure me? And she goes, No, I'll get laser. No, she, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get. She did give me the assurance I needed for that because I don't think you're alone. If you've also had homicidal fantasies out there because it's okay to talk about suicide because it's yourself. Right. Some, it's more palatable for people. But a lot of people have homicidal fantasies, including um, Ricky Gervais's character in Afterlife. Well, I, yeah. oh, I saw Jen- a Jennifer Lawrence interview where she was on a lie detector. And for no reason, she just threw out, like sometimes when I'm near a subway, I think about throwing people on the tracks. Yeah. And then it, the lie detector said, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh that's a thought that she's like that's a horrible thought but these are real thoughts but if you're honest about them and in a in a you know constructive way i think that it frees you like harlow has said to me before like oh my god i'm really upset that i told all this stuff to this one person because they have it on me now and like if i ever fuck up they can use it against me and i go the things that you have told this person that you think could ruin you i think i know all of those things and to me if you own them in a way that you can on stage or on a podcast, they have nothing on you. Mm-hmm. And nothing that you Eight thought in your head yeah. is wrong. It's your your actions might have been like wrong. But as long as you can atone for them and say, I don't want to do those anymore or like spin it into like, that was funny. And by the way, the things you've done, none of it's been like morally deplorable or like something that you would be imprisoned for. So right, like, right. I You're just think that that's your superpower. <laughs> You you have an excuse. You were raised inside. Just, just to button up the Dancing with the Stars thing, though, there was a time on You Up whenever uh, you were about to, you couldn't be on the show because you were on Dancing with the Stars. And I just kept being like, y'all need to vote. The number is this. And I kept saying the number over and over. And Ben Glebe was the guest. And he was like, Carlisle, why do I feel like you're going to kill Nikki and like wear her skin? <laughs> you wouldn't wear her neck skin. <laughs> I would, but I would just get lasers. I could get lasers we gotta on go it. To and I would. I Give us would. an Andrew. Give us an Andrew, Carlisle. Andrew! Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is. I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh, I don't even want to wear anything in it. I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to Quince. 
I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater and I said, where did you get that? And she was like, it's cashmere. I was like, ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If you're in the market for some new headphones because you keep losing yours, the ones you shell out hundreds of dollars for, stop doing that and just go with the JLab JBuds line. All of their products are compatible with the JLab app, so you can customize your sound to your personal preferences. They've got so many options. They've got the JBuds Mini. It's the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They can fit on your keychain. They're actually so small that you can sleep with them in. They come in five cute colors, mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink. I'm obsessed with them. Or there's the JBuds ANC3, which is their smallest active noise-canceling true wireless earbud. And then, if you're a sporty person, there's the JBuds Air Sport, true wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, they're sweat-proof, and they have a be-aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. What I want you to know is that JLab is now my preferred brand of earbud, and now they can be your preferred brand. All you have to do is use code Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. That's a lot, you guys. Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back to the show. This is a fun one. We're doing all Fanthrax today. Uh, Noah, I'm sure you have a ton for us. Can I start with the one that I got? Yes. And then we can go to the voice memos. Um, by the way, everyone that's been tuning into the Instagram lives, we've had so much fun with you. The so besties fun. are fucking awesome. I can't even stand how cool you guys are. You just keep getting better and better. Um, and that's not me, you know, kissing your ass. You're just so supportive and sweet. And I'm so grateful for you. Um, this is from Delaney. Hi, bestie. This is lame, but I just wanted to reach out and say how sorry I am for your loss. It's very clear how much Bob Saget meant to you. I just wanted to additionally say, and this is this is not me just getting a bunch of accolades for how much Bob liked me or whatever. I want everyone to listen up because this is really important. And I think we can all learn from this. I just wanted to say additional. I just wanted to additionally say you should never feel bad for grieving a death of an acquaintance or even a celebrity you've never met met. A few years ago, my dad died at only 55, and after that, I would be filled with rage when people were upset when someone they didn't know or barely knew died because um, there was no way it could be as bad as losing your dad when you're 21. Then my favorite musical artist, Mac Miller, died, Mm. and I was devastated. I never met him, never even had the pleasure of seeing him in concert, but the grief I felt over his death was similar to my dad's death. It really showed me that grief can hit people in different ways. And just because you didn't personally know someone doesn't mean you can't be affected by their death in a big way. Anyways, I am down. I am now rambling. I appreciate you in the podcast. It's really helped me every day. Jackie Chan. That was awesome to read because that was from someone who used to. I love a change of heart. Yeah, it's great. I love a bestie that could share a chain of heart where they like thought some way and then thought the other way. And um, I just loved hearing that. Thank you so much, Delaney. Um, I want to share one more real quick that I got. And no one ever says like, oh, you're grieving over your dad. You're making it about you. Like no one ever mm-hmm. says that. No. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. someone that they don't think you're connected. You weren't to. as close to dad as I was. And it's like your mom. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I knew him longer. <laughs> I had sex with him. Did you? Yes. Oh, wait, what? Oh, the truth comes out. Okay, so this is from <laughs> dun, 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 dun. This is from Felina, and she goes by, oh, it's just Fee. Um, hey, you cured my crippling chronic sciatic pain with your recommendation. I appreciate that about you. I spent thousands on physical therapy, inversion tables, TENS units, TNS, it's like a acronym, et cetera, over the past four years. And it turns out I was psychosomatically giving myself piriformis syndrome by subconsciously clenching muscles after trauma. Quite odd that my body did that. Anyway, you rock. Thank you. Um, love, love that message. So um, again, check out the book Healing Back Pain Healing if you want to look pain. into um, not just back pain, any kind of chronic pain you have that might be exacerbated by uh, 
a, a syndrome called TMS, which is um, an actual thing that makes your brain uh, circuit trauma and anxiety to different nerves to give you pain that you shouldn't be experiencing. Noah, TMS. what do you have for us? <laughs> Doesn't it sound like it? Just sounds yeah. like, sounds like another thing. Too here. much sarcasm. <laughs> too much sciatic pain. Too much of this. Okay, first message comes from <laughs> Rihanna. Whoa, first ever Rihanna I've heard Wow. Of. Hey, Nikki, bestie. Noah, and Andrew. I'm so excited to be calling in right now. Um, Nikki, you asked me to share my experience with body positivity and shrooms and LSD. Yes. Um, I just remember on my first trip, this epiphany of looking down at my legs and thinking, they don't look like much, but they do so much. Um, so I've had this major mindset shift from aesthetics to function um, that's really sustained um, throughout the years over all my trips. Um, I don't do it anymore, but it's uh, an amazing epiphany that I had that's just seared into my brain. It that. just seems so silly to be worrying about um, ce cellulite and dimples when my legs can still get me up mountains. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if anyone else has had that experience uh, of body acceptance with those substances, if that's maybe one of those shared experiences people have mm. with those. Um, real quick, Nikki, I just wanted to say I've been listening to you since the U Up days. Um, I got to see you in Denver for your taping, and it, I just felt like the biggest proud little sister um, in the crowd that night. I had no idea that was for your special. It was just Aww. awesome. Um, thank you three for what you do for a bunch of strangers every day. You're all awesome. Squirt, squirt. Oh, my God. Hey. Squirt, squirt. Squirt, squirt. Mm. We got the queen of squirt nation right here, mm -hmm. Carla Forster. Um, Rihanna, thank you so much. She was, I believe she was on, that was from last night, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she was on my Instagram live, and we were really having a discussion on there about body positivity and like fat acceptance. And there were uh, a lot of fat besties in there t talking about their experience as a fat person, and it was really awesome. We were just, it was it was like a jam sesh about uh, our bodies and like how we feel at addiction. Mm -hmm. Carla was talking about being. Uh, 80, 83 today. Days. Well, by the time they hear this, it'll be 84. 84 days sober. Oh. Well, God willing. Uh, tonight, who knows? <laughs> after we've admitted that you're homicidal, does it, who knows what's going to happen after this. But um, from pot and from pot and alcohol. Yes. And, awesome. um, All the things. Yeah, congrats. Thank and you. Um, it was just great. And, and I think Rihanna had shared in the chat that she had a moment with mushrooms or LSD that where she had body acceptance and I was like please call into the podcast and share that that's I really do think that sometimes even when I see people who when I look at obese people that are really struggling to walk I just marvel at how they are able to carry all of that around you've carried you've had a backpack on before that's really heavy and like how much different mm -hmm. it is to walk around with that than not that their bodies are so strong to be carrying that around and to be carrying it around knowing that people are judging mm -hmm. them. Like fat people really are so strong both physically and emotionally. And I I heard so much yesterday that made me so happy from people who, you know, struggle being fat and struggle with how people interpret it, but who still love themselves. And I definitely like whenever I get into a negative place about a body part or feeling like it's fat or pale or flat whatever the fuck um yeah remember that remembering that it's functioning and is such a, a a gift and that's such a good epiphany to have and um 
yeah, I just want to I want to talk more about that stuff in in our Instagram lives. It was just such a great like it was almost like a twelve step pr- yeah. meeting. Yeah, yeah. It makes me it think really like was. like a lot of people take things for granted until it's removed. You know, like mm-hmm. let's say you. you you're mad about your legs being a little chubby, and then the next day you get in a car wreck and you can't use your legs, and yeah. you're like, "Why do?" Like that's when you would have the realization, like have it now, like, you know. Before, you know, I think about my like my mom with her stuff, yeah. and like she has like oxygen in her nose, and she couldn't be any like she walks around with an oxygen tank, like she has a stroller for it, and like I think about like like. Oh, that's she's weak physically, but God is it like gives me a new appreciation for her to like go out in public like that, knowing people who are like, yes, you know, see, or even if they're not talking, like, yes, it's kind of like the thing that you're saying. I but, really think we need to start seeing people that you know are especially fat people. Like, it changed my mindset one day when I was just like, I saw a really obese person struggling to walk, like you know just very slow the purposeful steps like every step was like effort and i was like and you can say all you want like they chose to get that way no one chooses to get that way no No. one wants to be that way so shut up with your you stop eating or whatever it is shut the fuck up one thing you can change if you could if you if it isn't and and food is a real no i know and food is a real addiction and anyone who says otherwise is so stupid and you should feel sorry for them for being so dumb um, but when I see a fat person, I don't feel, so, you know, there is a part of me that's like, oh, that's an addict because I've been there and, and, and a lot of times they're not, but if you're morbidly obese and I know that they don't even like that word, but if you're in a be- obese in a way that you might be confined to a wheelchair and not be able to walk really well, um, you didn't choose to be that way. You are addicted to a substance that is not regulated. That is completely, you know, uh, everyone it's advertised to you constantly. It's not illegal so easy to and get. you have to do it. Everybody has to eat. Yeah, that's the difficult thing. And if you relate to anything I'm saying, I always extend this. Please write to me in my DMs and capitalize. Don't don't share your whole story, but say, you know, um, just write uh, uh, attention, Nikki, in all caps. Right. And that'll get my attention. But I and I'll I'll gear you towards something that might help. But I really think that everyone out there needs to start seeing people that are walking around lumbering around with a lot of added weight. A, the ability to go out knowing that kids and people are going to snicker and laugh at you is t- is hard. Mm-hmm. And they're caring. They're do- They're so strong to be carrying all of that. And they don't. And we shouldn't be like, yeah, you should do the Iron Man. But it's you, you got to give them some credit for carrying all that weight. It is a fucking lot. And they have just the same amount it's of like muscles on you do. an airplane. You know, when they will, you know, if, anytime I see like an overweight person sitting on an air and airplane, they're tight. They're tight seats. Yeah. And it's like they fucking know. That they're the one dealing with it. Like I hate yeah. when people are like, if "I gotta you share." Ever you witness know? someone get like, like? Because oh, I don't know God. besties would do this, but if you ever witness someone being a bitch about someone being fat on an airplane and having to sit next to them, you kick that person's chair all through the flight. <laughs> Fuck that person. And, uh, and granted, the fat person probably will be in a part of that chair too. Yes, that's uh, true. But let's be honest. But that person um, is so disgusting yeah. to me. And that's how they'll know you support them. They'll feel the, yeah. <laughs> the vibrations yes. of you kicking the seat. Well, that you're just despicable if you ever make it's, anyone feel bad about make, their physical uh, presence. It does make me like think, like, why I have small hands? Like, why do I have... 
I'm not, why, why, what's good about that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're my alien thumbs. Like, maybe if I'm hitchhiking, someone will stop well, guess what? more because they're alien-like. Or my thick eyebrows your alien are thumbs good because are it funny. keeps thing out of my eyes. Your thumbs are funny. <laughs> and it's made you feel less than in the in the past, which has made you feel be funny and cooler. Yeah, it's you just fun. Yeah, no, I know. It's just interesting to look at you. Not just with a functionality, but like... What is it giving why, you? Yeah, what is it giving you, you mm-hmm. know? Because we're all in the bodies that we have. Because those are the bodies that we were meant to have. And you know why that's true? Because you have that body. Well, wait a second, Carlisle. Then how do I get you to stop saying, we were watching Paris Hilton show last night. And I'm like, God, you look like Paris so much. Like, Carlisle's so, so gorgeous. And recently has been just, like, popping. I think it's just, like, not smoking weed. And just, you just, like, look stunning to me. And I'm never going to have a sexual relationship with you because you might murder me. But (laughs) what I'm trying to say is that, what about you when you say, yeah, except my dark circles under my eyes. She well, would look the same except that. I do think that's the the weed fading out of me. I think that's still my disdain for being a pothead for so long. Okay. So maybe I'll, I'll learn to work. I haven't heard you cough once. Yeah, the cough is gone. I had COVID and I didn't cough. Yeah, that's wild. Okay, you had a cough that was anthrax. like, sounded like a seal being beaten. Yes, we need to get to the next. Yeah, Bone cough. Like consum- yeah. Yeah, bonk off. <laughs> what was it called? Oh, okay, yeah, bonk off. let's get to our first um, or our second. Um, yeah. Message. Okay. So on the topic of your IG live, here's an anonymous message. Mm. Hi guys. So I'm going to keep this anonymous. Um, I love when you guys go live on your Instagram. I try to catch it as often as possible. Um, and a few days ago, Nikki was playing guitar and I had my AirPod in. I was watching on my iPad and I kind of had it away from me, but I was scrolling through whatever on my phone and my husband came up behind me and got a little handsy. One thing led to another. I still had one AirPod in and my husband has no idea that we did things while I had an AirPod in. I did eventually take it out, but Oh my god, I just thought it was so funny. I had to tell you guys. And um yeah. I don't, I don't That's know. awesome. Why am I telling you? I don't know. I love you. That's it. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Jack and Jill. Jack. That's a good one. Um Anonymous, thank you so much. I love that someone had sex to me struggling to play Dave Matthews. Sex music. So cute. Oh, thanks for that. That's so awesome. Um, anonymous. And I love, like, please feel free to leave us a message anytime like that about anything. And it's so adorable. And if she was laughing, it was your husband's penis. It was not Nikki. <laughs> yeah. Nikki was not being funny. It was definitely his I'm penis. I'm never funny on those. I'm so sincere. It's, it's uncomfortable. Um, all right, Noah, what's the next one? Okay, next one comes from Kristen. Hey, Nikki, Noah, and Andrew, this is your bestie, Kristen from Chicago, and I wanted to call myself on a cuh. I was flying back home, and before my flight, I downloaded the latest season of the stand-ups to watch on my iPad, and Nikki, I know that you're on season one. You were great, and um, I was thinking back to... One episode where, Nikki, you were describing a girl reading her book on the train and just like (laughs) laughing to herself at, you know, something she just read. And I was kind of doing that, too, on the plane when I was watching the stand-ups. I would just 
have a little giggle here and there. And yes, I was feeling annoyed for the people around me <laughs> who just had to hear me giggle. And I know that's annoying, but you know, it's what I wanted to watch on the flight. Yeah. Home. And yep, yeah, just wanted to share that with y'all. Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington. Oh. Um, wait, what was her name? Is Kristen? Kristen. I, I I delight when people are laughing on a plane. I don't themselves. think that's good. It's not good. I think cuh. it's only good if she was watching. If like, you're reading a book yes. and you want people to like know that you're getting like, oh my god, I'm enjoying this book so much. It's making me laugh. Jane Austen, her <laughs> yes. wry wit. Oh, she was ahead of her time. That <laughs> bothers me. Yes. But if it's like you're watching stand up, I love when people on a plane are laughing to themselves, like, and they're trying not too they're like try, like they're trying to like keep it cool i think it's adorable and it it makes me laugh if have you ever seen those videos where people start laughing and then everyone on the train is laughing by the oh, end of it? No. because laughter is contagious yeah. for no reason um so keep doing that i love it it is like it depends on what show you're watching too if you're watching yeah. like i don't know what's like a a, a comedy that's like only <laughs> highbrow like if you're watching like i don't know i can't really think of one right now that just shows you like how much i don't. No, if you're la- laughing at like um, you know, uh, a Wes Anderson. Film. Yeah, 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 like and you're like showing everyone holding it up, being like, yeah. "Have you seen this one from his odd collection?" From yeah, if you're watching at anything from, from college, watching anything from the Criterion Collection DVD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you're watching yeah. like a Truffaut or a fucking. Then it's k. But if you're watching the start, you know, the stand-ups, whatever, which is. You know. Yeah, and I want to know who you were laughing at, who you liked most on there, and you don't need to include I f- me. I feel bad about the latest. I watched some of it. The crowd was like shit. It was. It was. Just, they need to the pump energy it in the up. room was like. We can always pump it up. Yeah, I know they should. My special at the Denver one. The first taping was like low end, and then um, the Gee. second, the second NRG is my uh, uh, initials. Oh my. Manager's calling me. That's either bad pick or up, good. Pick it up, pick it up, pick no, it up. No, 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 no. Why? It'll be fun. Pick it up, put it on. Because he's not gonna tell. He's not gonna tell me anything. Yes, he's he not will. the type yes, of. He no, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. Alex. He's no, he's my not good like, friend Alex. No, you he's booked it. No, it's either bad news or good news. Um, <laughs> you are the lead in the new Ben Affleck so, movie. <laughs> what if he was like, "I'm letting you go." <laughs> I'm letting. That would be hilarious. No. Um, but anyway, yeah, the second crowd was great energy, and you watch you watch it, and my special end. Uh, there's just a desperate we you you need more laughter and it'll sound like I'm it'll sound so much better even though my part will be the same laughter really does convince it you changes everything in that book I was reading about psychology of influence like canned laughter is everything in TV shows everything and it's really necessary uh, and has shows are not Big Bang Theory would not exist if it were shot like The Office. Yeah, right. probably it needs that God, laugh track no. and it teaches people where to laugh and we all fall for it. No one's no one's uh, can out trick it. It's subconscious. Let's get to the next one so I can get this call from my manager. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of me know I'm, my life is about to change. Yeah. <laughs> OK, we'll do this one and then we'll go to break. Great. OK, so here's Turns one. Cabo's gone in a tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, this next so one comes from Jay. Ah, Jay. Hey, Nikki fam, Jay here, and I'm listening to the episode with Anya Marina, which I love. It reminds me back in the You Up Serious days. I literally leased a new car, started listening to your radio show, and when the the serious three-month trial was up, I got it just to keep listening. Um, And I wanted to talk about Andrew's um, several discussion and i think i understand what he's saying i think he means 
that when you say a small amount of something in a smaller unit, it's a large amount. So if you say like several hours, that's a lot of minutes, but nobody uses it that way. Like several hours is interchangeable with a lot of minutes, but nobody would say a lot of minutes. They would just say several hours. So in honor of Andrew, I think the next time somebody texts you and says, how far away are you? And you're like five minutes away. Just text back and say, oh, I'm a lot of seconds away. I'm Meaning a lot of, yes. <laughs> is that you. what you Thank mean? You. Yeah, that's definitely on par with what I was trying so, to like, address. If you're saying he was in space for several minutes, that still doesn't help the space thing that got us started. I went there kind of the other day of like what he was saying, and that makes more sense. But originally, I did think several just meant a lot, like yeah. no matter what yes. it was. No matter what, you're, you but were But then I was wrong, very wrong <laughs> up top. But then- he has a good point. I, lo- yeah. I love the Someone way he just wrote phrased me it. Several thousand miles away. That's a lot of miles because it's right. Several it's thousand. Several, but the several is what it's like. A couple thousand miles away is a, fa- a lot too, but it's still two thousand miles. Yes. So yeah. in my mind, though, several didn't. In that case, it was several thousand miles away. Yeah. In it a, could be four or five because that's still a ton. Right. That's still a ton. Right. But it's. <laughs> But of, what are you doing over there? I'm trying to <laughs> flatten out my eye bags, and it looked like I was doing something racially yeah, insensitive. Was, was <laughs> the thing is, several. Th- we've we could talk all day about this, but you're right. Like, but that's hilarious to go. You know, one of something is small, unless you say one million. Then of course it's big. It's yes. Like, but the argument is not if one is a big amount or not. One is a small amount because it's one. But if you're talking about one and then a amount of something, of course it's going to be a lot in some. Okay, let's take a break and we'll not get back to this when we come back. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If you're in the market for some new headphones because you keep losing yours, the ones you shell out hundreds of dollars for, stop doing that and just go with the JLab JBuds line. All of their products are compatible with the JLab app, so you can customize your sound to your personal preferences. They've got so many options. They've got the JBuds Mini. It's the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They can fit on your keychain. They're actually so small that you can sleep with them in. They come in five cute colors, mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink. I'm obsessed with them. 
Or there's the JBuds ANC3, which is their smallest active noise-canceling true wireless earbud. And then, if you're a sporty person, there's the JBuds Air Sport, true wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, they're sweat-proof, and they have a be-aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. What I want you to know is that JLab is now my preferred brand of earbud, and now they can be your preferred brand. All you have to do is use code Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. That's a lot, you guys. Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's Ultimate Girl Bomb Grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do with it? I think I would spend that time doing some like inner work. I would probably devote it to therapy because therapy is like one of the most important things in my life. What you might not know is that therapy can help you find out what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It helps you focus on like what's really making you happy, what's really driving you. Talking with someone who has no agenda except to be there for you professionally to listen to you. I just can't tell you how valuable it is. I've benefited so much from therapy. I could talk about it all day long, but I only have a couple more seconds. So let me tell you, the best way to get started is BetterHelp. You know this. There's no more excuses not to go to therapy anymore. It's affordable. You can do it all online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You go to BetterHelp, you can fill out a brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you don't like that therapist, you can just ghost them. No one's going to care. It's amazing how this works. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glazer today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glazer. All right, we're back. Let's get to more fan thrax. Did you think I'd be able to do that? Palma basketball? No, I would not think you were able to do that. My See, little, that's what your little hands are good for. Because they get right in the crease. Ah, that's a trick. Okay, here's a story from Cali. Cali. From California? 
Hi, Nikki. It's your girl Callie from Mississippi, Southern Yeehaw. Um, Carmel. you were talking about in this latest episode the birds, the shoe bird, the shoebox bird. I don't oh, yeah. This triggered like literally a suppressed memory in my brain about vultures. And if you have not heard of vultures, please God, look it up. Horrifying. Um, I, I was a sophomore in college. I went to Kroger and got a rotisserie chicken to try a new, new little recipe. I was trying to be domestic. Oh, so birds. I had to pull all the chicken off the bone. Then I didn't know what to do with the bone besides, you know, risk missing garbage day. So mm-hmm. I threw the uh, chicken bone off, like this entire ass chicken bone, off of my balcony. I lived in an apartment that faced the woods, threw it off there. No big deal. Next day, I was on the phone and noticed that, like, ten demonic-ass-looking vultures, vulture birds, were, like, gnawing at this bone. It literally triggered a panic attack. I went to hide in my closet and was, like, crying like a five-year-old. And ever since then, I've had a horror, like, an autonomic response (laughs) to birds. Please look up a vulture. It is definitely Girl, scarier than the shoebird, vultures look bird, like shoebird, whatever you did. Not in Mississippi, um, you don't talked about, but God, I related so much to that, and love you. It was Girl. just traumatizing, and she's so cute. Maybe I need to talk about it in therapy. I'm just so grateful for your freaking podcast, and I love oh, you, I love and you. Andrew, and everyone oh, so much, so much. Oh my God, that is so funny. I love a story that involves a balcony, the woods, a ch- a, an a ass bone? chicken bone, rotisserie chicken, and uh, some vultures in a closet. An atomic? What this was reminds the word me of my used? birth story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were thrown I, off a balcony and eaten by vultures. It's so funny that she thinks we don't know what vultures are. Is anyone struggling to conjure a vulture in their in their mind? Like we're growing big in the south. I think you don't like. I think she thinks. How many vultures have you seen in your life? In a group, because I've seen a lot. I could draw one right now. It has. They're they're a scary bird. It it arches over. It has like a white tuft around its like the base of its giraffe neck, and it has like a brown body. And yeah, they prey on like corpses. That's the thing. They'll fly around something that might die. I know. So then that's why they're scary. That's why it's scary because then you're like, if they portend death, am I dying? Yeah. So then it makes um, you think of death and morbidity. Well, we've got another person on the show who is uh, has a aviophobia. Um, I th- I don't know a birdophobia, and that's Noah. Noah hates birds too. Well, her last name's Aviar. I know it's well, so ironic. I hate a specific bird, just Which like one? Callie does. Pigeons, and like oh. New York City pigeons. Well, I guess like city pigeons because they have pigeons here in Tucson, and they're like way less gross. Like those it's grossness. a similar vulture-esque. A pigeon is like a... What is it about the pigeon, though? Are you scared it's going to... It's like flying rats in New York, right? Well, the it comes... So many. It stems from a dream that I had mm. where a pigeon was attacking me on King's Highway. And then I was walking to junior high school. I was walking under the Carvel awning and a pigeon came down and I had to swat it away. And after that, I was terrified of them. And it was a dream. At first, it was a dream, and then it became reality. Okay, okay, okay. that makes no that's... sense. But they creep Listen, me out. I get it. I get it. You I touched just... it. You felt it. Like I there's hope a that difference. You don't hate birds in general, but I think some people do. I Look, lo- I have I... bird feeders all over in the yard because I yeah. love them. Oh, good. I uh, I'm not afraid of birds, and I've been flogged by a chicken before. What does that <gasps> mean? It means whenever they get on top of your head and they flap their wings oh, and flog don't tell you. This to <gasps> because Noah and our listen, listener. no, no, you would story? freak out. I would. My my aunt and uncle had a bunch of chickens out in the yard one time and I was like, I want to take one home. 
And my Uncle Mike said, he goes, if you can catch one, you can take it home. And I got uh, out there nice and I started Aww. running around and I did catch one and we did take it home. Is it called flogging? It's called flogging. So, yeah. wait, so when Flo- you were trying flogging. to catch one, his buddy flogged his your His buddy yeah, came and flogged me, but I didn't care. I kept right did on. Did you kill it? I brought one home. home. I didn't kill it. We brought it home. We put it in a cage in the backyard. We named it Rebel. Um, not after the Confederacy, after the but Ole Miss after the Australian com- comedian. <laughs> yeah, Rebel Wilson. Um, after the Ole Miss football team, before I get canceled. Um, and then we kept it in the cage for a while, but it was like an open cage, and the neighbor's dog ate it eventually. Aww, yeah, Aww. Luigi killed a uh, chicken once, too. And my sister had a coop, and he killed a yeah. chicken. Didn't you, Luigi, you dumb dumb? <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's get to a Did couple more fan No. Wow. The dog ate him. Okay, here's one from Constance. That's an amazing story. Hey, guys. um, I just wanted to say that I finally got to finish the episode on Monday um, called Too Much Rain. I was super excited about that episode because... It was me. I was the somebody who asked you live the other night to say Jack Skellington, and I was so hopeful that you would. Well, I um, listened to the episode, and I wanted to connect also because I have tinnitus. I woke up a couple of years ago without any hearing in my left ear, and now I constantly hear a constant screechy sound, and I have to listen to what I like brown or pink noise it really helps well anyway as i was um driving and i heard you say jack skellington i had to look so (laughs) because i started fist pumping as i drove yes pumping seriously i have no idea where that came from anyway i just want to end by saying i love all three of you and despite the fact that i used to hate when I heard grown women call their friends besties, I am now beyond proud to say that I am one. Yay. Anyway, thanks for all the swells. Thanks, girl. How oh my cute. God, Constance, that's so funny. I used to hate besties too. Well, that, that's that's kind of why we ironically. did that. Yeah. I know, but I don't think anyone, I don't know if I we know. ever really discussed that on the pod, but we chose besties because it's everywhere. And then yes. it was ironic to and make it specific. We talk, about, we talk like we're, like to our best friends and it yeah. might have started as best friends and then went to best no it was always besties it was always best yeah it, I f- no, no do you remember the origin yeah we we were we wanted to um you know like have like an audience name and we did come up with best friends and then yeah. you change it to besties and i think it's just like a tribute to swifties best friends oh, all that's that. right yeah. okay jammed into yeah one. okay cool and you i liked it because i to be honest, I like best friends more than besties because besties does have like that like weird yes. like besties. Yeah, but I mean, but it is so funny because everyone's like the glazer heads, the the yeah. you know the turkey faces. Mm-hmm. It's always so specific, yeah. and it is fun because it's and your own thing. Is, um, the most yeah, people at meet and greets when they're like, "I'm a bestie," and I'm like, "Angel, she's a bestie." Like people who don't know what we're talking about must be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, everyone's a fucking bestie now. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone's a bestie. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why it's funny, but. We're our own kind of, and to say best- I'm a bestie is different than saying I'm your bestie, or uh, you know, yeah. like a it makes it different. I think enough. 
It does. It's still very, but very Constance, generic. But did you also just hear that someone else said Jack Skellington yeah, that was when they crazy. signed off? I thought that was, pro- I literally thought of you because I was like, oh, I bet that was the girl who told me to say Jack Skellington, but no, it was actually you. Girl. That is so ironic. Oh my God. I hope you fist pounded in your car doubly. <laughs> El mano yourself. Yeah. What? Callback to getting fisted. El mano. Remember we it changed it up because fist sounds Tuesday's too strong. Show. What was that? Did we call change it to El Mano? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. That was yesterday. <laughs> well, I remember the fisting conversation, but I don't remember the El Mano part. Because we wanted it to not sound so harsh. Oh, I didn't. Re- what does El Mano mean? It's hand in Spanish. Oh, got it. <laughs> oh, hermano. Uh, that's brother. Arrested Development. Fisty All right. sounds kind of cute. Oh, a fisty. I'm a fisty. Yeah. <laughs> Let's think about it. I think it sounds too sexual, the word fist. No, not as like as our fans. I'm just saying, oh, I got a fisty last oh, night. Oh, a fisty. Oh, that opposed, sounds cute. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I like that. Okay, let's change that. Final thought. All right, <laughs> so here's one from Ben, and he'll probably love that we're playing this. What's up, No Drewkey? My name is Ben. Uh, I'm from Arkansas, and I love the podcast so much. I, I show people constantly um, and listen all the time. Um, but you guys actually inspired me to create a podcast of my own and, um, I sing for like a rock slash metal band or whatever. Um, and so I started a podcast with, uh, one of my bandmates and, um, we just recorded our first episode and we also just got our intro back. I knew we had to have a sick intro because when I listened to like the Nikki Glaser podcast, I, I, I'm so in love with the, and I was like, we got to have something that like catches people at the beginning that's super sick uh-huh. and catchy. Um, and so I just wanted to play this for you guys real quick and uh, just express my appreciation for the podcast and um, everything that you guys have helped me with. Oh Welcome God. to the first ever episode of Bandmates. Bandmates! <laughs> We've been wanting. I wow. mean, that guy got up there, man. That was incredible. Band Bandmates. <laughs> I mean, that's like. <laughs> it's very. It's great. And oh, I like I a one, it. like a two word. Just hey, why get don't into you guys it. give um, Ben and Bandmates a, a subscribe? Yeah. Check the support of new podcasts. And if you don't like it, you can always unsubscribe. But why not just uh, try it yeah, out? Check them out. Nice, Ben. Thank you so much. That was so sweet. I'm so glad you're doing a podcast. It's cool. Um, last night I went live on Instagram after we did our like body positive one, and I was playing guitar a little bit to practice. And um, Tanner Wally, my friend who's been on You Up and is a big fan of the the show, and and you, he even wrote me earlier on the day when you were on our Instagram live. He wrote me, he texted me, and was like, "Does Andrew need more besties? Because I'm a I'm obsessed with him." And I was Aww. like, "Oh, he would love to be friends with you." Tanner's awesome. But uh, Tanner said to me, oh, I'm about to go live on my Instagram. You inspired me. And he is a great musician, singer, songwriter. And I was like, and it was funny because I was about to go live with guitar, but I was worried that Tanner would be watching. And I'm so nervous to perform in front of people that are better than me at guitar, especially guitar, singing, whatever. Um, And he is at both. But I said, "Um, funny, I'm about to go live too. And I was thinking how much I didn't, I was almost going to block you because I didn't want you watching me. So why don't you go live and we save it so I can watch it later and we'll go live at the same time and that way you can't watch mine. And he's like, no, I'll wait to do it. I'll watch yours. And I'm like, no, you didn't hear me. Don't yeah. watch mine. And he's like, but I love it. You're so good. And I'm like, no, it's 
And then he ended up going on mine. But it's cool because he's going to start doing lives because he was inspired by yeah. me doing it. I think anyone that has a musical talent or any talent, my dad, I'm always like, dad, you love performing. You can't do shows all the time. You're mostly performing at nursing homes. Go live on Instagram and get a little bit of a following. Plus, you have to practice anyway, so you might as well practice. It's in great front to of practice. Well, you should, you should like go over there maybe once a week and go live with him on yours, and then he'll feel like it's an actual real crowd. Well, the thing is, no, I did that. We went live yeah, last yeah, night no, and I, he played, oh. but um, it was such bad Wi-Fi that it didn't work out. But um, we're gonna do it. I'm gonna there's have a, him. Play there's a, a singer that's. I don't know how I like probably just stalking Instagram somehow, but like figured out he's a big fan of yours. Who? Because maybe he tagged the pod or something. I can't. He was on American Idol. Uh, like oh, yeah. Um, um, Casey? Constantine. No, Casey something. Oh, really? It's a guy. And I was obsessed with him on the show. It was like back. Casey, like C-A-S-E-Y. I think it's Casey. C-A-S-E-Y. Casey, um, American Idol. Let's look. Um, Casey it, Bishop? No, that's a girl. Um, maybe oh. it's not Casey. Then I don't. Uh, There's a guy named Constantine who is a who is American Idol, big, and who's a big fan, big fan. Mm, I'll look it up. I'll I'll figure it out and I'll bring him up on the tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe oh, that's or next cool. one. It's so fun to but find out when people. It's just wild because I was like obsessed with this dude, like that's on the awesome. show because he was very quirky. He didn't really belong. He was like more like jazz, like. Like, he just didn't belong on that show. Uh-oh. Like, he seemed like an old soul kind of singer. Yeah. Like, anyways. But, yeah. So, shout out to that guy that maybe I'll think <laughs> If anyone knows name. who we're talking about, DM Andrew and let us know. Guys, Carlisle Forster, thank you so much for being here all week. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Follow her, you guys. If you want to go to Supernova in Los Angeles, Carlisle's your ticket in. I'll Literally, she will hook it up for you. Um, and you can just DM her on Instagram. Carlisle Forrester, C-A-R-L-I-S-L-E Forrester with two R's. Um, and you can follow her on TikTok as well. And also on YouTube, she has a podcast called Here for the Hang. And uh, she'll be starting that up again soon. So give her subscribes. Uh, support our friends. Because, uh, yeah, she's great and um, you're great. We love you. Thanks, girl. It was awesome to have you here though, all week. And so don't be ca. Don't kill anyone out there, Carlisle. <laughs> and Jack, Jack Lemon. Skeletons that Carlisle murdered. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women. Not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. 
All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hold up. 